2: Hi there. Welcome to NESG Radio. My name is Igichiwolo at the projects at NESG. In the studio with me, I have the president of PMI Nigeria, Mr. Paul Omube, as well as the VP of membership, Mr. Bolahon Oyelakin. So we'll be discussing and looking at the evaluation of Project Management Institute solution to project failures in Nigeria. So starting off, I would like to uh, invite Mr. Paul to talk us through our project landscape. Uh, Expectations and what it has been in the recent past.
1: Thank you. I'm I'm pleased to be here today. Um, It's interesting to know
2: that Nigeria, being one of the
1: um, most populated countries in the world, okay, um, is investing so much in projects and infrastructure development. Okay, Um, currently this year, Nigeria plans to spend about 1.42 trillion. Naira on infrastructure and about 2.11 trillion on human capital development, which includes road development, um, housing initiatives, power sector, the health um, sector project, education sector project, and other national social investment projects. So looking at this kind of um, dimension of project execution, it involves a whole lot of um, human capacity. It involves a lot of um, um, wide range of uh, understanding about project administration. Unfortunately, um, the experience in the past um, couple of years, or if I may say over a few decades, had been that we have um, project failures. Okay, currently when you go around the entire country, you see a lot of money that has been sunk into project execution and yet people are still lamenting about um, deficit of infrastructure. Take, for example, in the housing sector. You 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 see high rates of homelessness in spite of all the amount of housing um, schemes and um, money that been invested into this um, particular sector. Also, in terms of road construction, mm. currently in Lagos, I'm sure that everyone that lives in Lagos will bear me witness that we um, still have serious deficits in terms of road construction. Mm. So this actually, you know, call for redress. And that's why what we're trying to do here is to discuss about some some important solutions that need to be quickly considered, um, um, in, in order to address um, both the deficits and also why projects fail. You know, you don't want to spend money and not get results or get value and benefit from from such kind of um, expenditure. Thank you.
2: Yeah. So one can look at it and say, well, PMI or Project Management Institute is an international organization. So how you how are you going to influence some of these actions to see that um, project management best practice is implemented in uh, infrastructure projects or road build projects or you name it.
0: Okay, so um, I'd like to say that um, what we do at PMI it's more of um, advocacy, so basically what we do is advocate for best practices and the way we've been doing that is by having to mention it in various um, events, occasions. And then to let people know um, about the standards and the processes. So, so I think um, we've, we've we've been we've been doing that. But I think one of the things that would make um, um, it more solidified is when we have more laws that back up what um, um, how projects are being run in Nigeria. If you look at um, companies, as an account, uh, um a company wants to prepare an account, you have to have your account audited, right? You will have to file your taxes. You have to have your account audited. Mm. Now, if you have to run a project, you have to have the right team in place. Most projects, to be honest, being run are not run by um, certified project managers. That's one. Two, the environment for this project management management to thrive is not also included um, into this. Mm. So the best we can do for now in terms of creating that awareness is further push. Keep talking about it. Keep having the conversation about um, why the need for um, best practice in project management is needed and that way we we believe that. Keeping up with the conversation will be able to make um, our impact.
2: Yeah, because you, in the recent past, we've seen a number of project failure. We we'll see from roads to buildings, you know. Um, are there engagement activities that the PMI is already carrying out to sensitize um, special initiatives or education activities that can help the, the Nigerian populace understand the value that we bring to the table?
1: Okay, uh, before we we evaluate so what we're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. In order to engage in the hero advocacy, let me let me also um, push again statistics for us to see how yeah. serious th- um, these issues are. Currently, Nigerian population is estimated to be over two hundred million people, and um, mm-hmm. of which over fifty percent of this population are youth population. We're talking in the range of about hundred million youth. Yeah. Um, a whole lot of this population, hundred million people, mm. are jobless. Okay, they are unemployed. And um, the very few statistics that are within the marketplace who find themselves, you know, carrying out projects, either as a project lead or as a project team members, Um, we call them accidental project managers Mm -hmm. because they are not trained, neither are they certified to practice this. You know, um, it is only in Nigeria, or probably maybe I should assume, you know, uh, uh, um, with a quick assumption that it is only in Africa that you have this maxim how to play. In, in, in project administration that it is not a rocket science. Yeah, You know, a lot of times I get to hear this a lot, but I used to ask this question. When you go to the hospital to, to for medical care, you know, you wouldn't get to hear about this kind of maxim. or mm. you want to enter a plane. You have a pilot who have been certified. Okay, you wouldn't hear... You know, someone tell a pilot that it's not rocket science. Let me fly the pilot. <laughs> I mean, let me fly the plane myself. Yeah. But it's only on project administration and project management that you hear of this. So something has to be done. Mm-hmm. Again, currently in Nigeria, we have less than a thousand people who have been certified to practice project management. That speaks a lot to mm-hmm. why projects mm-hmm. are failing. When you have red, I mean, round peg in square hole, you would definitely not have things fitted. Yes, That's exactly what we have currently in the Nigerian project landscape. So we, something has to be done. And uh, part of what we're doing, like Paul said, is about advocacy, engaging organizations, engaging individual project managers. Now I call them accidental project managers, mm. okay, to um, kind of like encourage them to be certified. Mm-hmm. Um, in, currently in Nigeria, we have um, um, a structure for um, admitting people and also encouraging them. You know, to have the necessary skills and um, credentials that they need for them to be able to get certified and be able to practice, you know, with um, the right discipline when it comes to the issue of project management. So, let me allow Paul to give further information about this. Right. Okay.
0: Um. As regards project um, failure in um, in Nigeria, I think one um, major challenge we have is um, the structure of um, organisation structure of projects. why do we have project failures in Nigeria? If you check the statistics as well, you see that projects run by UN, run by World Bank, are always, they don't fail. I actually say, why is that those projects don't fail? And then you have a lot of Nigerian projects fail. There's one, I, from my own personal research, there's one element that's always missing in most organizations and, and mm. most projects. They don't have an M&E department. One of the things about okay. project management is monitoring and evaluation. I speak to most organizations, I tell them, um, you're on a project who's monitoring and evaluating the project. You have somebody who's hired for this. They will say, no, they can't afford that. Then project fails and they go back square one and then they spend more money to rework the project. So most... There is no go check. There is no project, a World Bank project or UN project that doesn't have an M&E. That's a Montreal Evaluation Expert. And most of these Montreal Evaluation Experts are project managers, because the key thing for projects is that while the project is going on, there has to be Montreal evolution all through mm. the project. We don't have that in Nigeria. You don't see it on the roads being constructed. You don't see it on buildings being constructed. You just have a, like accidental project managers on these projects, and then. Feel so, I think um, um, for me, um, I think it's high time. Um, aside just having to have project managers, the structure within organisations and how projects are being run needs to be um, um, taken into consideration. That those, those are kind of things that um, PMI will plan to um, take to the public and let them um, be very aware about this. Mm.
1: Okay, sorry. In addition to that, um, we also um, found that that a lot of um, project sponsors. Mm-hmm including government organizations or prastators and institutions don't have domicile in them, um, what we call project management offices. Because when you are administering project and don't have PMO, that's project management office, um, already you've 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 created a gap in the project administration mm-hmm. and execution. So the area of monitoring and um, oh, um, evaluation will definitely be felt on the project. Yeah. But when you have established, you know, institutionalized within the 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 organizational structure Mm. you have a pmo the pmo drives the projects from the initiation up to delivery and you ensure throughout the process or the project life cycle you ensure Mm. that values and benefits are delivered the pmo will be empowered to um, determine the type of design and also the type of strategy that needs to be implemented for the project to be successful And once they realize during him and E, once they realize that the project is going to fail, they will be able to deploy the necessary risk um, 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 mitigation and contingency plans that have been designed. But these are not the case when it comes to project administration and execution in Mm -hmm. Nigeria. And these are one of the things that we do through our advocacy. We engage companies, we engage uh, um, institutions to educate them because what you don't know, you don't know. That's very fundamental. So we educate and we also give necessary exposure. And part of what we're going to be also discussing about is some of the things that we're about doing you know, in the next um, few days, which will be mm. inviting as many um, people within this space okay, to, to, to be part of so that they can, can get necessary education and um, experience about um, some of the things that they need to know about project education and implementation.
2: Yeah, I I think I like the part you talked about, the PMO. Maybe because I'm into PMO, so it (laughs) sounds exciting. (laughs) So, but in, in, in the long run, you realize that most organizations see PMO as an overhead. You know, it's expensive. But I think it boils down to understanding. It boils down to exposure. You know, but from what we've seen at NESG, the PMOs play a very active role in guiding the organization to achieving set project goals but unfortunately in nigeria it's still a growing concept even though you see most organizations still have the pmo but it's still a growing concept what what can pmi do to help us drive that knowledge of the pmo and uh, maybe advocate more around that area so that organizations can adopt it and they don't see it as as an as an overhead that just needs to sit somewhere you know, what can we do? What linkage or what um, strategic support can we deploy to help organizations see the value of the PMOs and adopt those, um, some of those values?
0: Okay, so I think um, one way we are doing that is to collaborate with um, organizations, and just like the collaboration we have with NESG, and um, we've, we are also having such collaboration with other um, organizations to, be to let them know about how they can um, implement um, a successful PMO. And then when you talk about organizations seeing it as o- an overhead, mm-hmm. um, I'm an accountant as well, so I do numbers, and one of the things people fail to quantify is they fail to quantify their risk. What's the cost of the risk of not yeah. having a PM when it happens? and yeah. right? that's huge, mm. a huge loss. If you do the math properly, you realize that oh, you actually make you're actually making a loss if you don't have a PMO in place, so you don't see it as an overhead, mm. you, just, you actually see that something that saves you cost. Um, so collaborating with organi- organizations, um, like the likes of NESG, um, the partnership with MTN uh um, foundation as well educating people and then trying to see how we can come and support mm. them yeah um to be able to help um, um let them know what they need to do to sell a PMO. and then the best way we can also have this happen is you have more project managers around right you would see the change yes. you just mentioned a thousand project managers in nigeria that's really that's sad.
2: very poor you know serious deficit that's, very that's poor. a huge
0: deficit a thousand project managers so and then um, um, I think I think um, um, social collaboration is the best way to go. And then have more people to write the exams. won't we'll have more PMPs, so which we'll you start seeing change because people start talking about it after they've gone through the process mm-hmm. of contract yeah. manager. So, I think that. Um,
1: um, also to further that, you know, even look outside the sector because mm-hmm. um, projects is being administered in all areas of life, whether you're a housewife. Or You you know, everybody is a cute project every day And that fundamental understanding is missing Mm -hmm. Okay, so the first area of advocacy is education People need to be aware, you need to know And I think um, if there's anything I'm happy about this conversation Is the fact that people that will be listening will know today That there is something called project management processes Mm -hmm. You know, in project administration You won't hear this on any of our media and all of that so that's yeah, the first that's thing. Then when you know you can begin to hold people accountable, okay, why are you not doing A B C D the way it's supposed to be done? That's the first thing. Then the second thing is to aggressively increase the numbers. Mm-hmm. It's like we have deficit of doctors and we are saying people are dying. Mm-hmm. So how mm-hmm. do you want to that's address true. that? It's not that's by true. building more universities, mm-hmm. I mean sorry, more hospitals, it's not by buying more equipment. What well, are the people that will use this equipment? It's by increasing the, the numbers of people who will be equipped. Okay, yeah. to deploy the services, so we need to aggressively okay, and there are different areas this can easily be done to get a quick win. The first one is you know having strategic collaborations, like you said, we are doing that already with corporate organizations, we want to move into public space because mm-hmm. we realize that, like I give you the statistics, more money is spent from the public uh, uh, institutions than not because that is the way governments can justify the budget and all of that, okay, that they put out every year. So mm-hmm. there has to be a strategic way by which governments, you know, not just by by being political about this yeah, thing, because it has, to be, because it has to be about delivering value, deliberate, delivering yeah. benefits, and getting uh, um, results from the money that has been expended, public funds that has been expended. Mm. So government has to see the need for them to, you know, aggressively equip their manpower, Okay, to have these credentials by partnering with us. So we'll make our move, but we're just saying it that government has to be open and they have to be receptive about it so that this idea can drive through them. Because when it comes from government across board, then there's this body language that will affect even the corporate organizations because that is the message from the government. Then thirdly, we're also looking at areas of encouraging youth. Because one of one of our initiatives has to do about youth uh, um, um, advocacy, okay. Students in school, we know when you go back to schools, except for a few universities that have um, mm-hmm. programs that they do that has to do with project management. Most universities don't offer project management as a course or as a field of study at um, postgraduate. I mean, sorry, at Under the undergraduate, undergraduate level, mm-hmm. so it has to be included in the curriculum basic sciences when you are are doing basic sciences when you are doing basic uh, uh, um, arts and commercial courses you should understand the basics of project management management. because there is nothing you are going to do at the field of play by the time you graduate and you are working that would not include projects what we are doing now today is about projects yeah Okay, it's Thank about project. Someone planned this. Someone brought us here. You know, you are hosting this event, and you know, someone is at the back end trying to ensure that this is successful. So it's about project. Someone has to manage this, otherwise, you will have it failed at the end of the day. Even when we have spent money in in com- conversing to the public, so all of this had to be put into perspective to ensure that uh, um, there is no gap at all left. So we are looking at increasing the number from one thousand to, you know, aggressively talking about. Hundreds of thousands in the next few months, if we don't want money to just be going down
2: the drain mm-hmm. every year as budgets have been rolled yeah. out okay that, that makes very good sense, and something we've all touched on is on the advocacy, and that's where NESG comes to play as well. NESG is um, an economic research think tank you know we pride ourselves as the best think tank in Africa now our scope primarily is on advocacy, driving. Awareness that can bring Nigerians out of the, out of poverty, out of um, ensuring the government passes policies that can impact on the local uh, or the average Nigerian on the street. So I see some level of correlation between our organizations. You know, so I would I would like to ask: Would you guys be willing to like? Partner with NESG so we can drive these conversations forward. I mean, some days ago we heard about building collapse here in Lagos. You know, sadly, I'm sure lives were lost. You know, but we can play our own role because at the end of the day, we're trying to save Nigerians. We're trying to make sure that the government carries out projects that impact on the people. So I, I see quite a huge correlation. So um, I would like to know, you know, areas we can collaborate. You know, build synergy. And see how we can influence discussions further beyond this environment going down uh, years to come so we can, so we can ensure that we, we get the required response that we need from the government and also people to, to acquire the knowledge and need that is required to, uh, to practice better and implement best practice.
0: Yes, yeah, so um in terms of the collaboration I think it's already ongoing, that's why we're having this session here. But we'll de- definitely go further to have more collaboration in terms of having um round table talks and then um whatever if you have road choose, we are open to all forms of collaboration. Again, whatever way we can plug into better um create um, an avenue to advocate um mm-hmm. best practices in project management. We are all open to that, so yeah, that's um, very doable. So our conference is coming up as well. Yeah, I was we going want to, to use the, that. That's also an avenue mm-hmm. as well to talk about these things. We're having close about um, twenty twenty five speakers coming to talk about mm-hmm. um, various things um, relating to projects and all that. So that those are, those avenues are we have that the Africa conference There's a Nigeria conference coming coming up in, in November in Abuja. And then, what we've had, we have various outreaches as well that we go to. So, it's more of the um, synergy. Once we see an open door, right, we'll come mm-hmm. and then we we'll speak. Um, and if we don't see an open door, we'll keep blowing our trumpet from wherever we are. But one of the things we we, um, we plan to do, or we are already doing, is to create great synergies. And that's still about stakeholders' management. Everyone around is part of the stakeholders that we are dealing with. So, we have to find a way to get them on board.
2: Well, that's fantastic. So, what what should we expect from this? this conference
0: oh well um the conference it's going to be a whole lot of um conversation talking about um what's going on in, in in the africa space generally of course you can't you can't leave without talking about project failure and but it's more of um um the success stories um mm. people talking from their experiences on various topics um in africa as a whole so that's um there's a whole lot to expect and um, it's definitely coming up on the 11th to 9th to, sorry, 11th to 13th 11th to 13th Yeah, yes, yeah. and um, um, that's just a week from now so that that's one and that's just one, and the Nigeria conference too, focus more on, in fact um, more project failure on how we can address that situation in Nigeria, that will be happening in Abuja as well, so that's it's where we can also collaborate more mm-hmm. as well to be able to make sure that that event um, speaks to the government who um, and we feel that they are the major stakeholder. If we get them on board, it's easier to get the corporate Yeah, That's that's
2: true. So, should we expect like a special session for best performing companies or projects, award, Hall of Fame, or something to that side. So,
0: so, so, last year, um, we were supposed <laughs> to do a, a conference, um, the Nigeria conference, we planned to do um, um, an award to give them um, the best projects um, and all that, but we time wise we couldn 't execute that this year i don 't think we are going to do that for now. What we want to do more? Our priority for now is to create the round table and we'll have the discussion first mm-hmm. Once the conversation is coming up hot and we 're talking about oh project failures, how can we resolve it? then we can keep in rewarding people but right now we still need to get more um, things fixed and what 's going on for yeah. start rewarding those that uh, are doing the um, empty right it 's just minimal from success stories in project if you check the rate of project failures and success is just so you know. okay.
1: and honestly uh, maybe i should say this um currently the rate of failure in project administration in nigeria is about 60 that's, that's, percent that's, that's huge, huge. That's, that's, huge. That's, that's huge that's awful <laughs> you know i stopped with other statistics from analysis of what happened yesterday about the building collapse in onuro you know i was i i learned that we have about fifty-five thousand projects project ongoing in lagos 55,000 55, different projects across different parts of the states in Lagos. Wow! And um, of course, government is making a whole lot of money from this project administration because you have different agencies deployed to make revenue generation from different projects. But the focus really is not about how this project has to be successful. Otherwise, the issues that we've reeled out, you know, could have been addressed mm-hmm. right from you know, you know, the outset of the project. But of course. Probably that will be for another conversation. So we want to look at areas where governments will rise up to the occasion. Yes, we know that they're understaffed, looking into different prostitutes who are supposed to be monitoring the execution of those projects. Okay, how can a uh, uh, um, few agencies, you know, have enough staff to to manage and monitor Mm. 55,000 projects ongoing at the same time. Okay, So that calls for serious partnership and collaborations and I hope that governments will look into this so that um, together we're out there to have a win-win to, have, um, um, to ensure that we have uh, sustainable growth in our community in our environment and of course that Nigeria move up Okay, to compete with other countries in Africa during the conference, you'll see successes across African region. Yeah. You know, yeah. Talk about Kenya, talk about South Africa. You know, These are places where you know, Nigeria really... Of course, Egypt. Look at what is happening in the power sector. Yeah. You know, so We need to begin to take a cue from this nation. Not necessarily because um, we're trying to be proud of the fact that we are failing, but the <laughs> fact that we need to do reasonable peer review. Yes, yes. And reposition for us to begin to do things rightly.
0: And, and to, to add to this, this misconception that everyone needs to be aware about, so when projects are failing and you have the 55,000 projects in Lagos alone, it's not about having one project manager in this project. Uh-huh. The point is, for instance, the every project management has become a life skill. Everybody should be a project manager. So you see the government agencies that are coming to this project should have teams of project managers as well. Those, the organizations involved in project have teams of project managers. So imagine if you have everybody involved in a project, you have a whole lot of them having project management skills mm. and certification, then it, you'd see success. So mm. it's not just having one person as a project manager because you have project managers and the sponsors have no idea about project management. They will frustrate mm. your, yeah, yeah, your yeah. effort. Yeah. So the point is, everyone has to have that skill. Like I tell people, project management is a life skill. It's not mm. just a project. Mm. It's a life skill. Your life is a, a project. So mm-hmm. so that means um, it's a skill that everyone should have. So that that's... um basically basically, what I can say. Okay,
2: that's fantastic. Before we call it a day, so going by the share figure of projects in Lagos alone, 55,000, you know, mm-hmm. so it just makes good sense that the government or the Lagos state government can adopt some of our process at, at the NESG. NESG is not just building competency for the project management office. You know, they are cascading the project management experience to the shop floor. They want everyone within the organization to be capable in deploying projects we the PMO our job is just to guide support deploy best practice and offer ongoing support whilst the project is in flight you know so it would just make good sense that the government might adopt this kind of process you know where project management best practice or training or competency becomes a standard for um, public sector workers going forward you know um any other point you'd like to sh- shout out to the people or say hi before
0: we, we call it today? Oh, well, um, I think for me, I would like to say our cover is coming up soon. I think everyone should try as much as they can to to join. Um, that's one too. I also encourage everyone to um, also join the um, um, Project Management Man- Man- Institute Nigeria chapter. Um, the good thing about Project Management is that you can become a member before you become a certified um, 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 professional. So um, everyone's welcome to join.
2: Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. Okay. As as a citizen of Nigeria, I believe we all have duty to ensure that our money doesn't go down the drain. Okay. Um, we all have responsibilities to ensure that every public project doesn't fail. Mm-hmm. So that requires everyone, every minute Nigeria, to to um, develop uh, project competencies, to develop project capabilities, and mm-hmm. ensure that we begin to question. Things you go, you drive around Lagos. You see why um, project contractors, you know, you know, fail in planning properly and put everybody on unnecessary on stress and duress and all of that. You know, but if you don't know, of course, we'll have to admit the failures, and mm-hmm. it becomes part and parcel of our lives. But this has to change. This narrative has to change. So it's just a wake-up call to everyone. Okay, uh, um, let's try to seek for knowledge. Let's try to acquire the skills that we're talking about, which is the project management skill. And you will see the difference that we're going to begin to see, you know, in our communities and generally in Nigeria. Thank you.
2: All right. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone. It's been a wonderful time today and we look forward to further engagement. And I just want to say a big thank you to Project Management Institute Nigeria for supporting the NESG Project Management Office during our sensitization, our roadshow. And uh, also supporting our PM community of practice. So we look forward to further collaborations and um, we we'll see how things pan out. Thank Thanks for having us. Thank you. It's a pleasure.
1: Thank you for being a part of today's Interesting Programme. You can learn more about the NESG's If Not Now When campaign at www.ifnotnowwhen.ng. You can also listen to other interesting conversations by visiting www.nesgroup.org forward slash podcasts.